time of the week and please welcome back it's nick and his trivia corner how you doing nick hello mate i'm i'm all right got a bit of a uh, a cough but yeah i'm cool i'm all right how are you <clears throat> same thing mate must be getting about <laughs> north of the country to the south of the country mm. something in the air there is yeah <clears throat> looking i'm uh looking at the combine and um i'm just looking at some of the prospects Pretty much all O-line I'm looking at at the moment, but um, there's some quite interesting prospects if we still have that number 13 pick. Who knows? Mm. As I said last last time, it's just I always just I have faith in, in JD. I just want to see how it goes. I prefer to just watch and see how things develop than try mm-hmm. to anticipate and that kind of thing. But yeah, it is. It's going to be. You know what? It, this next season is is going to be pretty special. I think we've already got a lot of tools uh, in the box. We've, we, we're going to bring some more in, um, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's a lot to be excited about, I think. Yeah, oh, so much, mate. I couldn't agree more. There's a lot of people, fans that are, are going the, are the other way and, and, you know, it's all doom and it's gloom. And if we don't get this quarterback, then JD and Salah should be fired, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the complete opposite and I'm with you. There is so much to look forward to this team is completely rejuvenated mm. we've got some of the most difficult positions filled you know the, the other places that we've got the other holes that we've got in the team they're quite easily be easily fillable via the draft and free agency and we should be an attractive destination for people in the draft and people in free agency so yeah i'm with you mm. we've got a lot to look forward to However, we still don't have QB1 yet, so that is a little bit of a, a worry. Um, I don't think we've get, my gut feeling was we're not going to get Rogers, and I'm now starting to worry that we're not going to get Carr either because there's stuff coming out about New Orleans. He's gone for a trip to New Orleans, but that doesn't mean to say he hasn't had a, a visit to the Jets because we know how uh, Joe Douglas operates. He operates a really tight ship you know, with the Tyreek Hill thing. No one knew anything. No one knows. Every time he makes a move, nobody knows. Not even the beat writers. I mean, the, the first they know about it is it's like a files. The league releases a files being received from <laughs> Joe Douglas. That, you know, this has happened. So I think all of a sudden something will happen. But and fingers crossed, it's something that um, unites us all and uh, we can all rejoice. <laughs> no, like I said, let's wait and see. There's no because there's there's I know there's the saying there's no smoke uh, no fire no smoke without fire, but mm-hmm. equally it just so what if he went to the Saints? Of course he's going to be you know looking around to see what's attractive, what he can get. I just mm. you know I'd rather just wait and see how it all pans out. You know why should I be expecting anything otherwise? I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I've got some trivia. Go on, hit me. So, as you as you know, uh, nearly every week uh, we put out a 
or I put out a question on Twitter, on the Twitter community, which is gangrene in the UK and Europe. Uh, this week's question um, is, what occurred during the game between the Jets and Dolphins on December the 12th, 2010? Was it A, a mascot fainted, B, the referee fainted, C, a player was tripped, or D, a QB wore no number? Ooh, my word. Blimey, that's a tough one because it's sort of it's sort of like a, a trivial thing, isn't it, really? Um, blimey. Was this at the Jets, was it? See, I'll be honest with you. I can't remember. Sorry, I was trying to think to myself because I, I, what it is, I remember the incident. So I didn't, I've looked up a few things, but I didn't look to see where it was. But I'm right. going to have a look in a minute. But because of last week, you said to give you something a little more tricksy. You I thought I would. Done that. <laughs> I'll, the only reason I'm asking whether it was at the Jets because we don't have a mascot. So I'm trying to rule out. So I don't, uh, if it, I, I've got a funny feeling that it might have been at the Jets. So it's not a mascot because we don't have a mascot. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility a referee fainted. Maybe we scored a touchdown and that would have done it. <laughs> um, what were the other options? There was a, a QB wearing no number and something else. And a player was tripped. A player was, well, the trip, that did happen. And that was uh, Jets at New Orleans. It was, I forget who the coach was, but he tripped up a, a say it was on a kickoff, I think. And he did trip up a, a, a gunner. So that did happen. But so let me, let me stop you there, mate, because right. you're almost correct. Oh, so the answer is C. Uh, oh. A player was tripped, which doesn't <laughs> seem like it's what. So what? A player was tripped. That's hardly uh, trivia, but it's all to do with, um, as you said, a coach Sal Alosi. I think it was Sal Alosi. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So during the game uh, against the Dolphins, as I said on December the twelfth, two thousand and ten, Alosi stuck out his knee and tripped Miami Gunner Nolan Carroll. Now Carroll was running down the sideline during a punt return. Now, two days later, the Jets suspended uh, Alosi uh, indefinitely after it was discovered that he had instructed inactive Jets players to line up along the sideline so as to potentially impede opposing players. Uh, general manager at the time, Mike Tannenbaum, uh, said that Alosi had initially not been truthful about how the wall had been formed. Alosi was fined $25,000 by the Jets and suspended for the remainder of the 2010 season. The NFL subsequently find the Jets a hundred grand for Elosi's actions. Um, that's that's what actually happened. I was just, sorry, something else just popped up here. It also says, in 2015, it was reported that in 2010, Elosi got into a fist fight with Jets cornerback, Daryl Revis. <laughs> uh, additionally, a female chiropractor claimed that Alosi verbally abused and humiliated her, even trying to prohibit her from treating players because he was ticked off over petty issues involving towels and water. And um, both stories were confirmed by an anonymous Jets player. Uh, Alosi resigned from the Jets on January 31st, 2011. But that that incident of the trip is actually on YouTube. But he was almost right. It wasn't the Saints. It was it was that it was that game. There was a Saints game that happened to it was a Jets coach that did it to a Saints player. I'm gonna have to look that one up then. Maybe put so, it on a future quiz. <laughs> I, I kind of by by mistake kind of got it. I was actually gonna say the QB was no number because it, I don't think so much these days, but um early earlier on in the NFL, even this even so, not so far back as 2010, jerseys used to get quite ripped 
So I was, what I was thinking was maybe a linebacker or a defensive end or something had got hold of a jersey, ripped it off, and there was no spare. So I was going to say cute. So being honest, I wouldn't have got that right, but I'm happy to have gone in the right direction on that one. Well, uh, <laughs> you wanted something a bit more tricky. You got it. Um, oh, got I, got say, I just have to say, the other three, the, the fainting ref, the fainting mascot, and the number, I just made all those up. <laughs> so I, don't, right. I, I don't know if they ever happened any time, but yeah. That's excellent stuff. Cheers. So, worries, what, are, are we coming back next week, or are we going to be so just that, having win? That's up to you. Um, you know, I'm I'm always happy whenever you do your podcast. I, I'm mindful that it's the close season. Um, the original plan was to not do the quiz in the close season, but if you do a, a podcast or you got anything lined up, then give me a shout. I'm happy to come on here. I'm happy Brilliant. to put a little quiz on, uh, back on or trivia question back on the community, and I'm more than happy to come on here and join you, mate. Excellent. That's great stuff. Cheers, Nick. Thanks no worries. Till next time, mate. Till next time. Cheers, Nick. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Nick. Really interesting stuff, as usual. And if you want to get in touch with Nick, um, you can find him on the Green Smoke on Twitter, which is G-R-N-S-M-K. And he runs... A view of the gangrene from London. If it's in the New York Jets and it's happening in the smoke, then we want to know about it. Take flight. That's the London-based marine smoke run by Nick there. We have some official news this week. Not hearsay, actual official news this week. We have Daryl Rebus selected for Pro Bowl Hall of Fame class of 23. Not only that, we've got Joe Klecko. He's in there. He's finally made it. Who knew? Joe Klecko. He's only been waiting 36 years. Well, 35 years, but this is his 36 years. And uh, it's a little bit of a travesty, to be perfectly honest. There's not a lot of players. I think I'm right in saying I don't think any player has been to the Pro Bowl since Joe Klecko who's played four positions along the defensive line and been an all-pro in all of them. So, no slouch. So, why hasn't Joe Klecko been in the Hall of Fame sooner? It's a travesty, in my opinion. And uh, anyway, I'm very glad that he's in there now. Congratulations, Joe. And also, congratulations, to, as I said, the island is going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's made it to the, the last, uh, last round, which is great. So, no waiting for him. Straight in. Which brings us on to... Garrett Wilson. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Wow. <laughs> just so amazing. This is just so amazing. Not only is he Rookie of the Year, but he did it. He amassed 1,103 yards, which is a franchise record, and... We've never had a, a, a rookie wide receiver win this award, by the way. But his, he tied four touchdowns as well, which was the first amongst first-year players. But what's amazing about this is he did it with probably the worst quarterback squad that we've ever had. Four quarterbacks, and we all know who they are. And he still came out with over a 1,000 yards. It's absolutely incredible. If you're not excited about Garrett Wilson... Going forward, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm sure Garrett Wilson is looking forward to next year and building on it because he is going to be a tremendous all-pro 
for years and years to come. But uh, that doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there because, and we knew this one. This one was a slam dunk, wasn't it? Defensive Rookie of the Year, Source Gardner, finally official. He's not second to anybody. He is number one. So sorry, sorry, Seattle fans. Salty tears, blah, blah, blah. You're wrong. And it was unanimous as well. that The voting that came in for him was like something like 46. And I think Woolen got one. But anyway, that's it's not about Source versus Woolen. This is about Source being Source and being the best in the league. And he, he's the, certainly the best defensive rookie of the year. And... Uh, Aiden Hutchison's Lions fans, they were a little bit salty as well. But hey, how did he do it? He became an elite cornerback in the NFL's number four defense. He totaled 75 tackles with two interceptions. And he led the NFL with 20 passes defended, which is amazing. And I think next year, I think we might see him get more interceptions. But what a guy, what a guy, what a season. And we've all got our memories of... Um, what he did this year and just truly amazing and it wouldn't be a gustoon podcast would it without mentioning our quarterback situation which is all hearsay and we still don't know anything uh Derek Carr went for a visit with the Saints uh this week so that's the first team that he's visited don't read too much into this because at some point a free agent or a potential free agent will have to start going visiting teams. He's been given permission by the Raiders and all this does is sets a benchmark on what other teams, if they're interested in car, will be looking at as possibly compensation. Because as we know, if car is still on the Raiders on the 15th of February, the Raiders will have to stump up 40 million, which they're not going to do. So he will be gone by February the 15th. So it's looking like next Tuesday, Carl will have a new team. Could it be us? Who knows? Back in the sweepstakes is Aaron Rodgers, surprisingly. Um, last week, I was more or less under the impression that he would be going elsewhere. The Raiders uh, certainly looked a favoured landing spot. And as it stands now, Vegas has the Raiders, surprisingly, snagging Aaron Rodgers. There are a number of little contributing factors um, which could make that move. He's just bought property out there, his best friends out there. It's a nice climate. Da, 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 da. The money would be good. It's Vegas, the razzmatazz. It'll pump his ego, which he has in abounds. But don't be surprised if behind the scenes, Joe Douglas is working. He's been given the mandate of go and get the best quarterback you possibly can. And if that's the mandate, well, we know who the best quarterback is, and that's Aaron Rodgers. So don't be surprised that if Carr is gone by February the 15th, that Rodgers will soon be either before or slightly after. I would imagine that it'll be slightly before because obviously there are teams that also want Rodgers that also want Carr. But if Carr is going to go before Rodgers, then teams are going to have to make contingency plans. So it's all going to heat up next week. And I think by Tuesday next week, the whole picture will become a whole lot clearer and we will have our QB1. Fingers crossed. 
as I said a while back, my ideal scenario is that we do get Rodgers. He stays for one, possibly two seasons, pre preferably two seasons, as I'd like to see him bring on Zach Wilson. And I have no doubts in my mind because the kid, Zach Wilson, he has got all the tools. He just needs to put it all together. And if he's got his idol there, who better else to mentor him than Aaron Rodgers? It makes so much sense on so many levels. And also, it gives us a win-now mandate, which is what Willie Johnson isn't saying, but I think behind closed doors, he probably is. Should Rodgers not come, I would imagine that plan B is, our, is our Derek Carr. He fits the system, as does Jimmy Garoppolo, which would more or less be plan C. But I think it's going to be shit or bust, excuse my French, for going in for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I thought that we were probably out of the Aaron Rodgers stakes, but I now think that we are well and truly in it. So that's who I think that we're going to get this time next week. Uh, fingers crossed. This is a short pod this week. I'm not feeling too good and I've got a big trip down uh, the other end of the country. So this is just a small podcast and thank you for tuning in and look forward to speaking to you next week's J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Woo!